Welcome, deep thinkers. This is Living in My Mind, the podcast. Let's try and free our minds to live in them. Huh? Wait, what? Hi, deep thinkers. Welcome back to my podcast. Yes, Living in My Mind podcast. I have been not feeling well for the past couple of, uh, I'd say last week, last week and a couple of days. And I just started feeling a little bit better. Maybe like two days ago, it was like a bunch of things, you know, with PMS and just being a female and just like going through stuff. And I feel better now. So I decided to wait until I felt better because if I would have filmed my podcast with me not feeling well, I mean, you would have been able to hear it, I think. Maybe not, but whatever. Um, I don't know, but I am feeling better, so that's good news. I'm glad I am because I was really scared. I didn't want to like get COVID again or I didn't want to just be sick. I hate being sick, period, but ugh, especially in the summertime, it's like the worst. Today, we are going to discuss reparations. And I'm only talking about reparations because... Um, Juneteenth, I actually went to a screening for a movie called The Big Payback, and it is by Erica Alexander and Whitney Dow. And Erica, she was in Living Single, and she also directed, uh, or she also, I think she produced um, another movie called John Lewis, Good Trouble, and so her and Whitney actually, I mean, so Whitney and Erica actually put this film together called The Big Payback. And it was a documentary following a young black woman by the name of Robin Rue Simmons. And she leads a community in Evanston, Illinois. And I'm sorry, I said that wrong. She leads a community, but she's a part of getting the reparations for that said community. And the the movie is just, a do, it's a documentary technically, and it just, it follows her around and it just shows the ups and downs of everything she has to go through, like the pushback from, you know, the people in the town, you know, pretty much saying that they shouldn't do reparations, something they should, something they shouldn't. And it's just a really interesting film I was actually very surprised of how, like, it kind of inspired me in a sense where, like, I was watching it and, like, um, I just didn't know that people were fighting so hard for reparations. Honestly, I, the way it seems like from where I am, it seems like it's just a conversation that they have all the time. And it's, like, dismissed for the most part. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, it's been too much time to give Black people reparations and stuff like that. So it was actually nice to see that this town, Evanston, Illinois, you know, were still fighting and come to find out many towns all over the U.S., um, many Black communities, and even some that aren't just Black communities are fighting for reparations. And I didn't know the, like, ins and outs. I didn't know how deep it was. It really just felt like it was probably a conversation that they would have in Washington and then dismiss it as usual because they've been talking about reparations for decades now. And it's like, 
this, I think Edmonton, Illinois was the first, not the first, maybe the first um, to actually give some sort of reparation towards their community. And I think the reparation was very specific with them. It was um, about housing, but it's something I would definitely tell others if they're interested in this topic to watch because it really breaks down what's going on, what we have been fighting for in the past up until now. And I didn't know, you know, and it was very informative. And um, I I love the way the documentary was done. I, I like documentaries. They're usually really good. But the way Erica and Whitney did this documentary, I thought it was very, um, very good. Like it it made you want to know more. It made you want to engage. Because like I said, I had no idea that it was like this to this capacity. Like I didn't know people were really putting together plans and telling them what like their community needs, what the black people in their community need, like what they need help with or what was taken from them, what wasn't kept up with them, you know, like why like most of their homes and stuff need help and they need help with things. And it was just nice to see this community finally come together and actually put something together and actually work for everyone. I think the payout was 10,000 to each person. I mean, yes, that's small compared it's like it's it's extremely small but it's something and you know what the best thing about what this documentary did it helps for the other communities that are trying to pass their reparations they're trying to get their reparations up front it helps them because it shows that it can be done because that's been the biggest argument with reparations for black people for black americans it's that, oh, it's been so long and, and there's just so many of us and how are we going to like put it together? It can be done. And I'm so glad that this movie shows that it can be done with time and energy and just with a plan. And the plan has to make sense for everybody. And, you know, even though they kept pushing back, she kept pushing too. The community wasn't going to give up and they got it. They got reparations for their people. And I, it's like, it's it's hope for everybody else. And it's a start. And I like and I like that. I really was inspired by the movie. And I, I'm now looking into more different communities around the U.S. just to see, like, what they're doing about reparations, how they're handling it. I mean, I'm nobody really, like, especially in politics and stuff. I can't really do anything, but I can also like do this podcast and, you know, tell you guys about this movie. And I would really recommend you go out and watch it. And it may inspire you too, to help your, if your community is the community that's on the verge of getting reparations, this may inspire you to actually get it or do something more to get it, you know? So I feel like I had to talk about it. I really wanted to talk about it. I actually met Erica. She's a sweet lady. Um, if you go to my Instagram, we took a picture together right before the movie. And she she was just really nice. And I met Whitney too, but we didn't take a picture. But even after the movie, Robin was there. And she answered questions and she spoke to people. And it was I just thought it was just a nice screening. And it was just really informative. 
And you should definitely check out the movie if you have if you have nothing else to do or if you're like I said, you're interested in reparations because like I said, I wasn't even interested in it. Like, not that I wasn't interested in it, because I don't think my family is gonna get reparations anyway. Like I'm first generation in this country. Like, you know, we uh, my ancestors weren't slaves, technically. So I don't think I'm a part of it, but I love to see it happen for other Black Americans because they deserve it. And like I said, I wasn't so into reparations in the beginning, but after watching the movie, it was like, wow, okay, like people are really fighting for this. And I really want everyone to get because it's just not fair how they give other communities and other people of different race reparations and they have not done it for us. And we, they, uh, you know, we're the most, we like built this country with our bare hands, let's be honest. And we deserve it. Like black people deserve reparations and it should happen. And the argument shouldn't be, oh, we can't do it. No, you can. It's very possible. There's so much wealth in this country, even though, you know, they're just, there's, just, there's so much wealth in this country and you can share it. Absolutely, pay what's due. Because, come on. But yeah. The average parent thinks they are prepared for a medical emergency. They know if their child has allergies or how to call 911. But the average parent doesn't know how to treat severe burns or what to do when a child isn't breathing. Maybe you should ask yourself, do I want to be an average parent? You can't always prevent emergencies, but you can be better prepared. So talk to your healthcare provider or call 188-ASK-HRSA. Disaster victims need your help. The American Red Cross provides victims of disaster with food, shelter, counseling, and more. Your support for the American Red Cross Disaster Relief Funds helps victims of thousands of disasters across the country each year. To make a contribution, contact the American Red Cross today. Call 1-800-RED-CROSS or visit redcross.org. Okay, so we're, uh, we're going to do things a little differently today. Um, I'm not going to talk about anything on social media because I just don't really want to. Um, I mean, I don't really have anything to discuss with social media right now, so I decided to just talk about what's been going on like in my personal everyday life like in my mind and stuff like prime day still kind of in my head even though they extended prime day you know what's funny about prime day let's talk about prime day prime day is amazon's black friday like they have two days every year where they supposedly have deals (sighs) sorry and i say supposedly because it's like you know Sometimes these deals are fake. Like, let's be real. Um, I feel like the only real deals are the flash deals. Even those are a little, like, wasn't this always on sale? Or wasn't this cheaper when it wasn't even, like, Prime Day? Anyway, I don't have Prime, so I used um, my brother's because I just don't really need Prime. Like, a Prime is good. There was a time it was really good when it first came out. And then there was a time where it kind of sucked, like, during COVID. And that makes sense because, you know, people, I guess, were, like, getting sick. And, like, deliveries and stuff were taking forever. So Prime didn't matter. 
and and I'm like weird with prime like I've always used someone else's prime like I've always used my friend's prime and I've always just I don't have a prime of my own but I also have have had prime when they you know make you do the 30 day thing so I was pissed at Amazon because they they gave me they gave me a 30 day free thing for prime right before prime like like they did it the month before Prime Day. Like they forced it on me because they've been asking me all year and I kept saying no, no, no. Cause I was obviously I was like, I'll just wait till Prime Day. So I'll have it during Prime Day or whatever. And that and then they like forced me to have it. So Prime Day I didn't get to have it. I didn't I don't have it anymore. So whatever, my brother has it. And I used his and I got a vacuum that moves on its own. Eufy, the brand. I don't know. I didn't get it yet. I'm supposed to get it today. So I don't know if it works well. And I also got an Amazon TV. Like, Amazon sells TVs now. Like, they have their own TVs. And I know it's scary to buy a product when it's, like, brand new. But at the same time, TVs are so fickle. Like, you could literally buy a Samsung TV for $2,000 and that shit not work in a year and, like, be asked out. Sorry, it happened to one of my friends. And I just, it's so messed up. So it's like... It, you never know. You know, you just got to pray that you get the good TV. You get the good batch of TVs that came out, not the fucked up ones, not the ones that don't work or not the ones once you turn it on, it's like, oh, the screen's still black. Oh, dim. I just hope this TV that comes is nice. It got so many good reviews and it says the picture's great. So these Amazon TVs have built-in Alexa, which I honestly personally don't care about built-in Alexa because I have an Alexa, which... I got for like a bonus at work one time and I don't really even use it, but she's there, you know, when I need her, but whatever, this TV has in a built-in Alexa. So the Amazon TV comes like at the end of the month though. And I, I think it's because so many people ordered it because it was such a good deal. It was like for a 65 inch TV, it was like $400 or 500, some, something like that, like four or $500, which is not a lot of money. So I was like, this is like, this is a deal. Like I would get like, th- like as long as the TV's good and it works really well, like this is a deal. So, um, I took my chances and I bought it, but I guess, you know, in the next episode or not the next episode, maybe episode six, I'll update you guys and let you know how that's going because let you know how those two electronics work. And one more thing about Prime Day. It's funny how like so all like other companies really like like Amazon really is their competition because like Prime Day started on Wednesday and everybody out of nowhere, like all my other people, like and when I say other people, I mean like the other places I shop, like um just other clothes places, other electronic stores I shop at literally sent like they were having deals and like even Best Buy sent like Black Friday in July like what are you guys doing and everyone's trying to take the um business from Amazon and I mean it makes sense it's it's actually very smart to do that but it's just funny how it's like everybody hopped on and did it like because that's how big Prime Day is Prime Day is like another Black Friday almost because well, yeah, I mean, now it is since everyone followed suit with Amazon. But yeah, and also Vans has a new, um, Vans came out with a new line, Vans X Stranger Things. I like Vans, I wear them because they're so comfortable to me. Like they're like the best sneaker, not the best sneaker, but 
they're the best sneaker if you just want to like just be chilling i don't know like i'm not a skater or anything i know they're for skaters but it's just so comfortable i love the sneakers so they have a stranger things line and they're the pretty nice stuff i actually want some stuff from here i'm just i think it's kind of expensive though it's like really for the slip-ons is a hundred dollars like I've, i feel like i've never spent over 25 dollars for slip-ons because i used to get half off on vans when my friend actually worked there so it's it, it it's too weird for me to buy slip-ons for a hundred like i don't know i have to like meditate about that first for a second but i do like the ones that have the like posted like they have a, a slip-on with poster you know the series of posters from season four um of all of them they all have like their own poster they're all on the slip-on like they're all on the sneaker, which is kind of cool. Like, I, I don't know. I like it. I think it's it looks nice to me. Today was a short day with my podcast. Um, it was short and that's okay. We're going to have short days sometimes. But I have a question for something that I want people to think about when before they leave. We're going to do the positive affirmation. Don't worry. But I have a question. And this is something that like, I feel like deep thinkers would think about. And these are things, the, this question are like, literally this is how my brain works sometimes. Like random questions like I'm about to ask just pop up in my head randomly. And the question is, why do people say not to mention and then proceed to mention? Like I even do it and I hate myself when I say, well, not to mention, duh, 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 duh. and then like after I say it, I'll think about it. Like, why did I say not to mention like why couldn't I just tell you what the hell I was gonna say like the not to mention is so unnecessary because you said not to mention but then you go ahead and mention like no one like I don't want I don't care like but it's funny how the not to mention kind of gets you wanting to hear them mention you know even though they're saying not to mention so it's like not to mention but you're looking at them like what like, and it's like, oh, well, not like, what if I just said not to mention and really not mention? Because that's what I said. I said not to mention, right? So why are you waiting for a response? Hmm. Something to think about, I guess. And a positive affirmation. It's funny because I didn't really think about one today. But I'll just say that I think when people smile, it brightens up the day. So... Try to smile more, even if it's fake and even if it hurts your face. Trust me, I it hurts my face too a lot. But I think that's a good thing if maybe you're in an argument with someone that you really can't stand. Just smile. Yes, you may come off crazy, but that's okay. Because maybe crazy is better than losing your temper and it escalating into something that it doesn't need to be. Just smile and stand there and be like, you can't see me right now, but I look crazy. <laughs> okay, wrapping it. Spread love, peace, and inspiration into the world. And don't be the bad guy, deep thinkers. Stay free in mind.